fitness, nutrition, sleep, longevity, performance, fat loss, and all the keys to a life of health, happiness, and success. I'm Jed Zimmer, your host, and welcome to The Health Project. Well, Prime, absolute pleasure, mate. Well, we've just spoken a little bit off air there, but uh, it's, it's a pleasure, mate, to have you on board. You're, you're sitting out there in the sun, 22 degrees. I'm sitting in Victoria, 8 degrees in rain. So uh, you got the jackpot there, mate. But I, uh, I'll put up in my story that I'm going to be having you jump on as a guest. And I reckon I had about 50 replies straight away saying, oh, bullshit, you're kidding. How good is this? Um, and that just shows how much of a, you're becoming a bit of an icon, mate, in the, um, in the fitness industry, but just in, in, in terms of the way you go about things. So I love it, mate. I absolutely love the way you go about things. So to get your on, uh, it's incredible, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you so much for having me. No, very, very kind words. Um, yeah, being way too kind of me there, I think. But yeah, no, I really appreciate it. It's been a, um, a pretty rapid uh, rise to, I guess, um, relevance. Um, you know, probably a year ago, no one really knew who I was or what I was doing. So, yeah, I'm really humbled and, and grateful for how it's all gone so far. I'll give you a bit of a um, bit of an understanding, mate. So back home, I'm in a little country town here, uh, not far from Melbourne, in Bendigo. I don't know if you've heard of Bendigo. Um, yeah, I know Bendigo. Yeah, well, there you go, Prom. And I'm a, uh, I'm a personal trainer myself, Prom. And anyway, I was training, I was training three young footballers this morning, um, 15, 16, and 13-year-olds. And they were doing an exercise. Um, so it was, it was the barbell single leg RDL um, with the knee drive, which I've seen. Love it. I've certainly seen on your story quite a few times. And then um, I've never spoken to you. Um, I've never spoken to these boys about you at all. But one of them turns to me and he goes, oh, is this a prime train move? Um, <laughs> and straight away, I just, I, th- I said to him, look, I'm actually, I'm having a chat with him today. But I think that just shows these are, they, these are young kids that you've got no idea of, mate. But it just shows how much of an impact, um, you know, from just doing what you're doing can really make. And, um, you know, I've, I, a lot of the stuff that I incorporate with a lot of my clients and so forth, mate, um, you know, I've, I've drawn from you. I'll, I'll um, openly say that. So, yeah, you're changing lives, mate. And it's, it's an incredible little thing you've got going. Mate, thank you so much. No, it's, um, it gave me shivers just you saying that. Like, it's, um, you know, it's so crazy. Like I said, a year ago, no one really knew who I was or, or what I was doing, um, you know, apart from my close friends. So, um, to be able to influence lives, um, you know, and I guess I've seen a lot of other, um, I hate the word influencers, but like content creators, I guess, um, you know, do things. And I'm like, oh, I reckon you could do that in a better way or, or influence people in a, in a way more positive way. So, uh, I guess I'm just taking little bits from what other people are doing and, and trying to, um, you know, trying to put my own little twist on it and, um, and hopefully um, have a positive impact on, on as many lives as possible. You, you've just sparked a question with me there. Uh, I was, I was going to call you Tommy, but it's, it feels a bit weird. Do you get called Tom much or is it just Prime? No, nah, you can call me whatever the hell you want. I, 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 get a lot of, I get a lot of Prime. I get a lot of Tom. I get, uh, when I was young, it was Tommy, but most, um, most of my close friends, Usually call me Bolshi, which is my last name, um, Bolsh, obviously. So most people call me Bolshi, but um, mate, you can call me whatever the hell you want. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah you got me. You got me thinking a little bit. Then I want. I want to start off asking. Um, we're going to get into a lot, but you, you sort of spoke a, bit, a little bit about there the, the social media and stuff, and I know it's something that um, you, you're certainly peppered a lot about. You might cop uh, a bit of criticism here and there. What I want to ask is, um, I will, the, the thing I love about you, mate, is your your authenticity um you go about it in your own way but you can see how real and how passionate you are and i, I know a lot of the time um i've, I've had uh, i've heard conversations or i've read that you know people think you put a bit of mayo on things and you know you're posting these weird exercises and are you actually doing that um and 
yeah, I, I want to get your opinion on that because, um, look, I, I know um, with my understanding of a lot of the movements and so forth, it's it's all about that transition of sport that you're obviously replicating then. Um, look, I, I, I'm going to guess that you do incorporate some of the movements that a lot of those gym goers are out there doing, like your bench press and so forth. But then um, these little exercises, they're probably, this is how I see it, they're probably the ones that you're just, you know, you've got there on the social media because that's what's going to draw a crowd in. And let's be real. That's what that's, uh, in in this industry. That's what you have to do. Um, so just just to that question, like yeah, if someone says you know you put in a bit of mayo on on some of these exercises and that, what do you say to that? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, I've talked about this a few times. Like people uh, do question uh, what I do in the gym, and I guess uh, I, I do post a lot of like full workouts so they can see kind of how my workouts are structured. And and a lot of the time, when people do buy my programs, they are um, probably um, surprised by how how different the training is because it is a very very different way of training, especially with AFL sports sports such as AFL and soccer, where we are doing a lot of side to side movement and we do see so many injuries um, in those sports. Like we have the most amount of injuries that we've ever seen, and yet strength and conditioning is meant to be getting better and better, but injuries are getting higher and higher. So like for me, I've kind of taken a step back and I've said, why is this happening? Well. The reason is because we're not actually training the way that we play. Like some of the things that we're doing in the gym, like a bench press, which I still do and still believe, you know, it can be incorporated into, into a training regime. doesn't need to be the, uh, the pinnacle or the, you know, the foundation of every training um, regime. There has to be other movements that are going to be more sport specific to our training. So maybe something like a push off with one arm might be where you see a lot of shoulder injuries um, with just that one arm push rather than like a two-arm push laying down on a bench press, it's not really trans, uh, transferable into your sport. So look, at the end of the day, I will put um, exercises out there that will uh, create a bit, bit of conversation, that will create um, a little bit of talk and chatter. Because uh, obviously the more engagement you get, the more shares you get, the more views you get, the more followers you get, all that sort of stuff, the more people look at your program. But um, at the end of the day, you still have to be doing um, you know, uh, a foundational movement of a bench squat and a deadlift in your program, but it doesn't need to be the foundation of every single program. So would you say a lot of the programs that you do, because a, a vast majority of it is focused with athlete clientele, um, you know, there are elements of those compound lists with strength focus and all that, but then um, you're trying to tick all bases in terms of, you know, agility, speed work. Um, is this sort of a, a little bit of what a typical program might look like? Yeah, exactly. So um, basically how my programs work. Like I like to put probably four categories in, in building a program to, to simplify it. There's so many categories, but I'll, I'll, I'll simplify it down to four. So there's mobility and flexibility, which is probably the, the most important part of any program, I think. Um, so that's the foundation. And then you've got things such as strength, power and sport specificity. So there are three other things. And these three things you can, uh, you put one ahead of the other based on what the client needs. So all of my programs are going to be different to, to what the client needs. So let's say, for example, you're a 15 year old, you're skinny, um, you know, skinny, uh, whatever midfielder you want to, you know, want to bulk up a little bit. Uh, then strength is going to be, you know, your second most important thing from mobility. Let's say you're Patrick Cripps or Tom Mitchell. You've got that basis of strength. You've probably got that basis of power as well. So most of your program is going to be re, uh, related to mobility and sports specificity because that's the kind of stuff that is going to get you that extra 1%. They've already got that basis, as I said, of like hypertrophy. Look at Patrick Cripps. He's, he's massive. He's, he's huge. He doesn't need to do 
bicep curls and squat and deadlift and max out those lifts. He needs to work on things um, such as balance, such as side-to-side movement, that sort of stuff, which is going to make him a, a way better footballer and take him to the next level. Although it's such an important thing to just to individualise and programs. There's no such thing as a, a one-size-fits-all. And I know you said there there is sort of four key principles that you, you do need to address, but each one um, is going to be specific from whoever it might be. Everyone's going to have... Um, would you say it's fair that you, with, with those four, you do need to prioritise what your goal is because you can't just have, oh, I need to get better at all four. Um, even though that's, you know, that's a dream, you do need to mm. be specific in, right, this needs to be my number one priority, then this might be um, second to that. Yeah, agree. And that's probably where you have to have someone that understands how a program works. So you can work through, uh, a program obviously works in cycles. We can go through a four-week cycle or an eight-week cycle and, Maybe your first eight weeks, you might be focused on strength. And then the next eight weeks, you might be focused on power. And then the next eight weeks, you might be focused on sports specificity as your kind of uh, most important thing. So, um, for example, for for me, let's just say, I'll simplify it down, probably um, I'll be working on strength for probably the first half of the season. um, And then probably move into more of a power kind of uh, base for the, the second half of the season. So I'm not really focused on strength that much anymore. And then sports specifics for the last part of the season as probably my priority, I guess, um, in my in my training programs. But like I said, it's really important that you get someone that knows how they how to write a program um, so you can start to focus and prioritise on those things that are, that are most uh, important for you. And of course, dec- decreasing injuries as well is like the biggest part of why we train. Like... Mm. I think that that's the number one thing. That's why mobility is always the number one most important thing in any program. And it should be the, the absolute foundation of any program because that I think is the foundational re- reason that we need to go to the gym is to, to decrease injuries. It's not to get a stronger squat uh, deadlift bench. If you're putting five kilos on your bench or on your squat, yeah. like throughout a year or 10 kilos, that's not going to transfer that much into your football, that much into your soccer. Like it's not going to make that much of a difference. Um, but you might risk it by putting on five to 10 kilos and then get a hamstring injury because you don't have someone that's running the program that knows exactly how to load, progressively overload those lifts, and then you're going to get injuries. Mm, yeah, it's funny. You see, like, I, I know I've grown up, um, I've grown up, I've thought of myself and grown up all around it. You know, you, go, you start going to the gym at 15, 16, thinking, right, oh, I, need, mm. I need to get stronger for footy and so forth, and you, you are doing bicep curls and um, but you're right, if anything, it, it, look, it, not to say that if strength and size, um, sometimes that might be necessary because, you know, you're yep. a little skinny midfielder or um, I actually listened to a podcast and it was a bloke talking about NBA players and he said that he was a strength and conditioning coach and he said um, that he actually had a few players do it purely um, for the, I guess you could say, scarce factor, uh, which sort of makes yeah. sense. You see someone walk into a basketball stadium, you see that, they're pretty solid and all that. Um, it does play psychologically on you a little bit too. Um, yep, I agree. I want to ask. I want to ask. When did this all start? For you? you spoke. You spoke a little bit there about you know a big drive for it is injury prevention, and that's you because what's the point of being strong if you're not out in the park? Um, mm-hmm. so is this something that stemmed off your, your personal injuries, or you sent it to friends and you've gone, hang on, I want to rectify this? Yeah, exactly. So um, I guess at the start, how it all started was similar to what you said before. I was going to the gym and, and doing squats and, and deadlifts and bicep curls and all that sort of stuff. Um, very early on when I was probably 15 or 16, I was, I was a very, very skinny kid. And, and um, mom and dad were like, mate, you need to start eating some more food or start going to the gym. I said, all right, I'm going to start going to the gym. So I started going to the gym and 
Um, when I was 16, I, uh, I've been going to the gym for about a year and been doing lots of squats and I was getting stronger. I was putting on um, a fair bit, um, you know, a fair bit of strength in that lift. And um, I went up to try and take a hanger thinking I was all that. And, um, and unfortunately come down and I've, uh, I've broken my leg. I've, I've just completely and utterly not known where the ground is and come down and twisted my ankle and it's broken um, tib and fib. So um, pretty horrific injury as a 16 year old, you know, obviously your goal is, playing sport kind of for the rest of your life. And, and then that happens and you're out for a year, um, surgery on your leg and everything. And, and that's kind of when I started to change my mindset. I'm like, I'm getting stronger, but I don't know how to control my power. So mm. I can jump high, yes, but I don't know how to land. I don't know how to control this power. So when I'm doing all of this like concentric movements um, on my squat, I'm not actually teaching myself how to land on one leg how to land on two legs, how to like, you know, I'm lucky I didn't do a knee or something as well, because that's kind of, and that, that's what I've, I'm talking about. Like if you put on five or 10 kilos in the squat, yes, you're getting stronger. Cool. Congrats. But you do you know how to control your power. Do you know how to, because you're jumping high, you're going to be getting more high on your jumps. Can you land? Can you change direction from that landing position? All that sort of stuff. Anyway. So mm. um, yeah, basically did that. And, and then, um, and then I started to, to get back into the gym and I was like, I'm going to start change the way I train I've pretty much been training like this since I was 18 but really only started sharing it in the last year um and yeah pretty much just started taking off uh got got a lot of uh a lot of hate comments I guess at the start people say you know you have no idea what you're talking about got qualified yeah mate why like I work in a gym how am I not qualified to 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 do this kind of thing like obviously Mate, um, I, just, I want to say why well, you mentioned that, though, because it's, yeah, it's, I, I've read quite a few, you know, um, whether it's TikTok for you or for Instagram. Like, it, I'm, I, I've never had anything towards the, um, you know, the extent that you have. But even about two weeks ago, um, so I've, I've come back from an injury ACL and a bloke sent me through yes. a message um, saying, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing your report, like, if you actually ruptured your ACL fully, just based off the exercise that I was doing, he just, and it just sort of, I, posted, I actually posted on my story um, and I had about 15 blokes reply just saying, but it just, it, it beats me why someone um, even needs to do that. And I think the way you've, I've heard you describe it is, it's just an insecurity them, if anything. Yeah. Um, but, it, and, and then you end up looking at their profile and so forth and you're like, fucking, that, that pretty much summarises it anyway. It's uh, so sad, bro. Like, um, you look at their profile and they'll either have no, no followers and no photos and no, like, nothing and no photo um or i'll just be some like real low life kind of bloke that's just like just has nothing better to do and, and i think um that uh has someone someone said to me they said like, hate only comes from a place uh, you know a place that's that's lower than you like someone's only hating on you because you know you're you're doing something that's good or, or you're you're a bit higher than them. so i guess if you just start to think of it like that and throughout your whole life anytime that you've ever had to deal with um, any type of setbacks or, or someone taking a, you know, taking the piss out of you, I guess you're like, you know, I'm doing something to help people. So like, why would I even bother worrying about what they think? I guess it's, it's what's that saying? I think tall poppy syndrome, is it? I, I think. It's, yeah, 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 exactly. It's that to a t but you're hundred percent. I think oh, I actually flipped your message, Tommy. I reckon it was about six weeks ago after I read one. Yeah. I, did, I said that to you. I was just like, it's just a clear indication. A lot of the time um, people are envious. And they are, mate. You're what? You're bloody. Let's put it in perspective. You're a 22 year old. Um, you just bought a house. You got a successful business and all that. And you're you're out there trying to you're out there actually trying to make a bit of a difference. And um, yeah, you know, unfortunately, in the day and age, we, when you're under spotlight, 
it's going to come with that. But I think what's the most important thing is how you actually handle because you can't avoid um, it coming to team. Yeah. And I think you pretty much handle it to a teammate. It's, it's, it's good to watch. I'll say that much. Oh, thanks, mate. No, I appreciate it. I guess it's, um, it's, it's probably something like I didn't set out to, you know, when I started posting some things on, you know, some exercise online, I obviously didn't set out to be where I am at the moment. So I probably didn't understand um, or like, realized that I was going to get so much backlash um, with, with the sort of stuff that I do. But luckily um, throughout my life, I've probably built up enough of um, enough confidence to, to, to have to deal with that. So um, I'm really, you know, really lucky that I've, I've been around, you know, good family and good friends that are always, you know, always back me. So um, I think that that's something that, that you've got to really uh, look out for when you do start to deal with or, or get any of that sort of stuff, like just make sure you're, you're around the right people. Does it play on your mind at all, Tommy? Is there, like, have you had many instances where it's really, really gotten to you and you, you know, start second guess things or you haven't had much? No, not at all, dude. Like, honestly, like, I've never had a problem with it at all. Like, I actually enjoy it. I'm like, yeah. mate, give it to me. Like, exactly. especially, yeah. like, like I, on social media, it's actually like, it's kind of, now it's like, it's pedestrian on social media. Like, I don't even feel it anymore. Like, I get it. I've had it that much. And now it's it's actually a lot more supportive now, like way more supportive than, than what it's ever been. But now that, um, you know, I'm I'm playing a lot more footy here um, in Queensland and I get people um, coming to the games to just try and hang shit on me. Like, I absolutely love it. I'm like, mate, give it to me. I, I feed off that kind of stuff. It just, it makes me, like, I have to prove myself to these people and, mm. you know, like at the end of the day, I'm playing footy and, and I've got to prove that my programs work. I've got to prove that, you know, it's hard when you do post um, confidence sort of stuff on social media because you've got to be able to back that sort of stuff up. So um, I guess, uh, you know, I, I, I just love it. Like, and it, it motivates me to work throughout the week. It motivates me to, 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 to go to training and all that sort of stuff. because so I've just got to prove myself to, to these people. It's almost in a way, um, the way I'm thinking of it too, and I sort of say it's similar to me when I'm in the gym and all that, that you're almost, you're training um, and doing what you, you're getting paid to almost tr- because you've got to live up to that, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like at the end of the day, if you, yeah, if you, if you worry too much about those sort of things, like you're just, you're just going to spiral down here. Like yeah. you've just got to, you've got to change that into motivation. It's the same. Um, I talk about with the nine to five boys and they're like, uh, they went through like a really bad breakup like a year ago with a girl and then they you could either go oh no no one likes me you know my life sucks don't have a girlfriend or you could like use that as motivation to go to the gym use that as motivation to, to play sport use the motivation to go out like like you've just got to change these things and instead of feeling sorry for yourself change yeah. it into a way that's motivational and i always say um one of my favorite sayings is a cup is half full not half empty so i always love that one I love it. You're right. You've only got two ways to go with things. Um, I did a speech yesterday and um, a few kids were talking about my knee, given that it was, you know, a third ACL and they sort of said, like, surely you would have been, you know, saying, why me? How unlucky. But, you know, you can't, you, you got to think like that, but you, you've always got two directions with how you want to head with something. And that's just a, that's a clear indication of it. Um, how did your mates take it? I do want to ask that because I know early days it was, um, you know, when I, when I was going to start the whole project and start posting some stuff that, you know, you start, you're like, you've all seen it, I'll scratch my head. Um, and, yeah. And, and I, like, it, it did cross my mind, oh, hang on, is this going to be a bit weird for some of your mates and all that? But uh, hats off to my mates anyway. They're like all, all bunch of legends. And there's been no issue. Was this something that was weird for you and your mates or was it, how was it? Oh, uh, it was pretty funny actually at the start because um, 
we got I've got this really big group chat with like with like all of my friends. It's like 25 of us in it. Um, I went to school in Perth, so it was all my Perth mates, and um, and I started posting some stuff on like social media and stuff, and and they were like, oh, if I see one more prime training uh, bloody video, this went out like probably 200 followers. So I posted like two videos, three videos maybe. See another front row video. I've got to. I've actually just. I've just got to be. I've got to block you on everything, mate. I hate you. And um, two weeks later, I had twenty thousand followers. And um, the same bloke that said that messaged me and said, "Can I have a program?" So just be very careful about who you're. You know what your mates say, uh, because they're always. You know, even though they might take the Mickey out of you a little bit, they're always the first um, in your corner. But yeah, it's funny like going out and stuff now. Um, you know, get a little bit more. Um, you know, attention and stuff, but it, it's. You know, like I said, so humbling and, and so good. But um, yeah, they're just like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? You know, you're just bulgy to us. You know, you're not, you know, you know, one else kind of thing. Which, which is so good to have there because that they'll just take, you know, they'll take the piss out of it, kind of dig like, oh, let's get a photo, let's get a photo, like, like just being funny. And, and I love that stuff. It keeps you grounded. Like, you don't want to get too much your head in the clouds. Otherwise, you um, otherwise you lose sight, I guess, of, of who you were and and who your friends were. Bit of a video game for you, mate. It's uh, it's a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> that's the right. All right, have a bit of fun games, mate. Yeah, before we, because I want, I want, I want to go into your business a little bit and um, talk. About, how the name Prime Train come about? Is that just something you've come up with, or? Well, it starts. So initially, what happened was during COVID, I, mate, I, I was like, I, I was a uni student, broke uni student. I was like, mate, I need to find some way to get some coins. So. I um I created a, a body weight training program. It was an eight week body weight um training program, and it was um it was fifteen bucks. It was called it was it was called pandemic training. So that I did that for like a year and and um you know got a got enough of a start off that, and um and that was kind of yeah it went like okay um and then yeah basically from that uh, I already had kind of the initials of PT, so I just had to think of something that started with P and. And Prime Cana kind of just came into my head and it was, um, it's, it's gone so well. Like people just call me Prime now, which is a pretty sick nickname. I'd rather be called Prime than, um, than anything else. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a bit of tickets on yourself, but, uh, but it's all right. No, I'm running it. You take it, though. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It really does stick too. No, uh, with the business mate we spoke about it a little bit at the start so for anyone that is listening um you know you've got all athletic based programs i think there's how many programs have you got that's um on offer uh we've got we've got about six programs at the moment so we've got the bodyweight one then we've got the um the elite athlete which is basically for any sport um we've got the shredding program the muscle building program we've got the afl in-season program which is just yeah. hot cakes sitting like hot cakes at the moment then we've got the nutrition program um, but in the next two weeks, we've got a mindset program coming out, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited for that. We've got a durability program, um, which is just going to be basically um, a mo- foundation of mobility and durability stuff to, to help people stop getting injured and, and kind of prehab, rehab sort of exercises that people yeah. should be doing every day. Um, and a few other um, ones down the track as well, but I'll keep them hush-hush. Uh, keep it hush-hush. I was going to ask, mate, what's, <laughs> what's the goal with the, the business bit? Uh, it sounds like just a, just continue on building on what you what you built. Would you say that's the goal? Yeah, hundred percent. I guess like it's um it's just going in such a such a good direction, and it's just not being content with what I've created, kind of thing. Like like you know, it's gone so far in the last year, and and you know, how do you want to um you know keep progressing? I guess they've got the YouTube stuff, which has really started to pop off as well, um, which I've been really grateful for, but. 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep, you know, keep pushing it and, and keep pushing different avenues of, um, of training and, and, and mindset and breath work and meditation kind of move into that sort of stuff to, to give people a little bit more of an idea of what they should be, um, should be doing to become the best athlete possible. I reckon, mate, what I'll do is I'll, um, I'll, I'll certainly be chucking in the links to, uh, you know, your programs, your website and all that. But I reckon that mindset, yeah, one, once that mindset one's out, um, let me know, mate, because I want to plug the shit out of that one because I think if everyone's listening to this, they know, why know firsthand um, your mindset and the way you go about things because, you know, as you've heard, you've, you've got criticism coming in left, right and centre. You're out there trying to perform footy. Um, you know, you, you run a business and that. You, you're pretty well driven um, and the way your mentality is. And I, I reckon with, um, you know, in life and in particular sport, 95% of it's um, psychologically and mental. The way you get your head. Oh, through. mate, so much. Like, if you're... Mate, just like if you take a mark and you're going back for a set shot, you've got 30 seconds of head noise going through your head. Yeah. And if you don't have a clear mind and you're like, I know exactly what I'm going to do, I'm going to kick this goal, then you're going to miss it. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Got like that's just an analogy that I use for business, for life. Like it doesn't matter if you don't have like a goal or like a vision of like tunnel vision of what you're going to do, then you're just not going to make it. Like you just have to know exactly what you want. Like. When I started prime training, I knew exactly where, like, I knew exactly that I wanted to be athlete based. I knew exactly who I wanted to target. Like, I knew my niche. I knew where I was going to push it. And, like, that's what I did. Same with my uni degree. Like, I knew I was going to finish that uni degree. Like, I set my mind to it and did it. Like, I think that it's so important that everybody has that, um, you know, has that mindset of, of being confident and, and knowing what, what the end goal is going to be. Yeah, you're right. And you got to have that clear vision, too. There's no point going. Yeah. Back. If you don't, well, at the end of the day, what 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 ticks you to keep going there? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. What motivates you? And that's what you got to find. You got to find. Um, I I think a lot of important things is one affirmations. So telling yourself, telling yourself that you're good enough. Um, whether it's in life, relationships, business, whatever it is, you got to you've got to be confident. Um, that you are good enough. That's the first start. Write them down every day if you have to. Remind yourself you're good at these things. And then focus on that throughout your life or throughout your relationship or through, throughout your business. I think, um, I think that's one, so important. I think with that one too, even sometimes if, you know, with the affirmations, if it's stuff that um, even you're doubting yourself, the more you tell yourself, you, you are going to start to believe it too. Um, yeah, great. Talking into action. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, 100%. I want to, um, are you off the piss, mate? Now I'm going to ask this for two reasons. Um, I'll, I'll put you on the spot here a little bit. So, All right, put me on the spot. I like it. Uh, so there's a famous, um, well, you, you become, you did become very, very famous for a, uh, a beer drinking incident. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the first reason I'll ask Prime. And then the second one is I'll flick you a message. Uh, I'll flick you a message Sunday morning and he's replied to me at 3.30 in the morning. That can only mean one thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I, uh, I, um, I said this to a lot of the boy, like I've, um, I posted a lot of this week. I was like, be going out too much. Uh, these days, boys. You know, I've to, yeah, I've got to pull it back a little bit. And we've got a massive club function on this weekend. And all the boys are texting me. They're like, mate, you better be at the club function. And I said, boys, do as I say, not as I do. So, um, yeah, this week, who knows what's going to happen. I've got a few mates up from Melbourne. So, um, but, yeah, look, I, um, mate, I'm, I'm an Aussie like the rest of us. I love a beer more than anyone else. I love going out and having a good time. Um, so, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And just don't drink beers during the games. Just wait till after. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess like that just gave gave my business and gave me a, a little bit of a, a personality. I think um, people probably thought that I was just 
a fitness guy that took myself really, really seriously, you know, plays footy and is like, you know, just, just rates himself kind of thing. But, mate, at the end of the day, I just, you know, I love going out having a beer with the boys. Like, I don't care if it's a Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like, I, I love it. And, um, and uh, yeah, I, I thrive off it. Just, yeah, not during a game. Probably not a, not a good idea to do because I missed the first two weeks of the season, unfortunately. So, got a little two-week suspension. Learning curve. No, but it is like with the, the funny side of that, but it also, what you just said there is so important to highlight too that, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're only human. Uh, you're allowed to go. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I couldn't even justify or begin to think how much you'd uh, cop because I know early days of me, they were saying, oh, you're the health product. Drinking, drinking alcohol is not healthy, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're human. It's not as if you, um, you know, you get put in this pedestal where you're not allowed to do things. So, no, I love it. And I love that you don't hide it either. I think that's um, that's important too. It's nice if you know, you're hiding the fact that you go out and have some fun and you have a beer after a game and all that. That's, it's not it's not like it's banned or anything. You're allowed to. Um, no, you're human at the end of the day. And, like, and I think as well what I'm trying to say is like, you can still be in shape if you're having beers each weekend. Like yeah. you just have to like, like just because you do fitness doesn't mean you can't have fun. Like it's all about balance. And like people yeah. say it all the time, like, you just have to uh, have more of a holistic view of, of, you know, like you're not going to be happy if you're just going to the gym every day and playing yeah. sport. Yeah. If you want to be happy mentally, you're going to have to go out and see your friends, like have a beer on a Tuesday with your mate. If, you know, my mate, uh, one of my mates broke up with his missus uh, two weeks ago and we went out on Tuesday night and just had a couple of beers and like had a chat. Like at the end of the day, like that makes me feel good. He feels good. He feels better. Like kind of thing. Like that's, that's just life, dude. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with doing that sort of stuff. Just don't be stupid with it. It doesn't mean you have beers every single day. But, um, you know, when you when you can, just just have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, I love it. Prime, I'm going to finish off. I put on the story this morning. I know you saw it. Um, I just pulled it out to the um, my following base that I'm going to be interviewing you and if there's any questions. So I'm going to jump on now. I know there was a couple that come through before that had me laughing a little bit. Um, run me through some Q&As. I'm excited. I'll, I'll run through them for you. We'll get, we'll get as many as we can. Yeah, I'm going to pick apart. I'll pick apart the few main ones. Uh, I like this one because I, this is something that I want to actually know too. Um, can you ask Prime, did he actually get close to playing AFL? Um, yeah. Good question. Um, so I did uh, I did get close-ish um, in my draft year, uh, interviewed with a few clubs and all that sort of stuff, but everybody interviews with clubs when they're going through that draft year. Like it's a, uh, it's a, it's not really like, you know, not going to get, doesn't mean just because you interview with someone doesn't mean you're going to get drafted kind of thing. Um, so I kind of got close there. And then um, last year I got close with, with the Lions as well. But, um, but yeah, I did, I did another podcast on this as well, but yeah, look at the end of the day, mate, I am nowhere near the, um, the football that those blokes in the AFL is. So I'll never even put me, put myself in a similar echelon. I get a lot of like people text me that, Oh, you should play in the AFL. I'm like, bro, those guys are so much better at footy than I am. Like, don't even put me in like the same category as them. Like, I'll post like a couple of highlights, and people are like, "Oh, you know, these are sick highlights." Like, mate, I'm nothing compared to these. Like, that those blokes are so much better at footy than me. Don't like, don't even. <laughs> it's good to watch. It's going to go in nicely with this next one because your uh, your YouTube vlogs now that you've been doing. Um, <laughs> I, I noticed it too. So, Prime, I'm a regular. I tune in on a Monday night, mate. I uh, six o'clock on a Monday night. I'm watching them. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. On the most recent one, mate, I saw that. Um, I saw that on the the morning walk down to the beach, which you do on those vlogs. It was a girl with you. Um, <laughs> you know, this next, this well, next, I was, I was, 
Uh, we had a loss last week, so I um, I was like, oh, I wonder if that many people are going to watch this week. So I thought I'd slip in some um, some little Easter eggs here and there for um, for for some people to get a little bit more. Uh, like I said, mate, we all do social media for a little bit of engagement. So yeah, yeah. anything we can do to get people talking. Um, look, that's, she's, that's, uh, that's, she's a good friend. She's that's a good question, though, mate. Does does he have misses? Yeah, I knew that was going to be the question. <laughs> she um. <laughs> No, nah, I don't. Honestly, question uh, to be answered. No, I don't. Um, I've known that girl for like probably two years now, so she's a real one. Um, she's a she's a good girl, but no, nah, no girlfriends. Uh, not for not for me. Twenty two. I'm too young. I, I, honestly, like girlfriends are great. If you have a girlfriend, like love it. But like, I'm at a stage in my life where I just have too much stress already, kind of going on with like business and personal stuff. That I'm like, I don't really need someone else's stress to come on into my life so that's why i don't have a girlfriend and probably why i won't for for a while ah uh, you're breaking a few hearts there prom uh <laughs> i i say go i yeah no I, not for oh. me like I, and i've tra- like i i travel around a lot as well so i'm i'm not really in one place at one time so yeah. it's um it honestly it, if i did have a girlfriend i would have to tell them i'd say like just so you know like my priority will be prime training, like unfortunately, like you won't be my priority. So I wouldn't want to put any girl through that. Yeah. I don't think any girl would want to go through that. So I'll be honest with them up front with them at the start and say, sorry, girls, like I don't think you you, you won't like being my girlfriend. Plenty of fun if you had to the prime then by the sounds, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you the last one, mate. It's what I've um I started asking my guests at the finish. Um I love going by the slogan health and happiness, because that's what I think. I think that's what life's about. Um it's what I love it. It's what I go by. And when those two words spring to mind for you, health and happiness, what do you, or what comes to mind, mate? Uh, well, health for me is um, a lot of the time we think of physical health, but health for me is is mental. Uh, health for me is physical. Um, obviously, being in the best shape that you can you can possibly be, and and why not be the best version of yourself? Like there's some there there's people out there that I'm like, um, you know, some of my friends even I'll ask, I'll be like. You reckon you're the best version of yourself? Like, why not? Why aren't you doing all these things to make yourself? Why, why aren't you putting yourself out there as the best version of yourself? Like, I always want to put the best best Tom Bolsh out there that I possibly can. So, um, mental stuff, physical stuff are probably your your two most um, important things. And then your emotional and, and and the people that you surround yourself with. And I guess that then will transfer into your happiness. Happiness for me is smiling. Like, there's nothing I love more than just smiling like I, I i reckon that that's just such a great thing like if i see someone out and they're smiling and they're you know i just know that they're happy so um i think you know just smile more and you're happier the happier you'll be so um that's a that's a big thing to me that i always say to people just smile a little bit more and, and you'll be happy i think that you're meant to laugh 20 times a day um and that's a really good thing for your mental health so keep laughing keep smiling just start smiling simple and effective couple of little little gems simple and effective Exactly. Go to the gym and uh, and sleep your eight hours and eat some good food, drink some good water. You're good to go, lads. Happy, healthy. I love it, Prime. Superstar, mate. You're a bloody absolute legend. On This one, I guarantee you, um, it, it'll be flooding with views as soon as I let them know that it's out there. Um, oh, mate, I appreciate it so much. No, it's, um, yeah, it's so good to talk to people in the same industry and, and, and like-minded people. Great, man. No, look, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Keep doing you. Um, it's you know you are we're, we're a small town here in Bendigo and um you know there's hundreds of people here that I've spoken to that love what you're doing so that just shows mate so um keep it up absolute legend mate and um all the best and no doubt be in touch soon.
Thanks, mate. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. You're an absolute legend. I'll chat to you very soon, I'm sure. Man, Tommy. See you, mate. Thanks, mate. Good stuff. Good work, Tommy.